And what would you say the role and the path of the outrider poet is now in 2020? How the outrider poet is emerging now in 2020? I've always liked the term outrider because it doesn't uh, just leave you outside, powerless, shut off, cut off, not integrating, not participating. Um, I love outsider art, however, and I think it does take a certain kind of uh, practice and determination and ability to be in the solo cave and uh, working underground. And uh, people have very different styles, of course, but the outrider has, in my view, a kind of responsibility as a uh, someone who's moving with the flow, with the you know the tribe, with the animals uh, that you're you know supposedly as a sheep herder. That's where the term comes from. As a herder, you're uh, in touch with your. You have some control. You have some guidance. You have some care. You're a kind of shepherd. So that notion of taking care of, keeping it moving, taking care of a you know a, a animal form and animal force, um, riding anywhere. And then there's a sense of some being alongside, and presumably there's somebody on the other side of being alongside. So there's a beautiful sort of symmetry there as well, and it's a little like a pathway, a bloodline, a lineage line, an unending line, a, you know, can start in the middle. There's no beginning and end. So it's a pathway, it can be a spiritual path. And again, to be awake and able to um, care for your horse, whatever it is you're riding, your uh, camel, your little prairie schooner. Um, so that, play, you know, a sense of playfulness and being uh, connected in a, a visceral way that has to do with, uh, uh, you know, sort of work ethos that movement and gesture, you're part of, and you're part of a economy, so to speak. So, you know, I like to play with that and, and see that as a um, way to, to keep, keep uh, riding, taking the whole ride. And also, sometimes the image comes up of all the different, you know, things that you're seeing. It's like the silk route, all the things you're seeing along the way. It's like a uh, caravanserai. You know, maybe you're traveling with others, and you're moving through time and space. And there's also a sense of the epic, the kind of epic line. You stop and have your little campfire, and you tell stories around the fire, and you see the images in the fire. And you um, think about the next day's ride, and you have to protect yourself from something. It's a, you know, it's a great adventure. It's an adventure story. So these days... I think uh, we need to be out there and uh, awake and paying attention and, and engaging in very uh, practical kinds of things, in uh, moving things forward and being you know, helpful. What could I do today that would be helpful? We're supposedly in lockdown, sweep the street, um, go hand out sanitizer, put up some signs. I'm not sure. Play with the children. Now, this is a great monastic um, challenge, and I welcome it. And I think um, 
we're always begging for time. There's no time, no time to write. I'm on this deadline. But this would be a time to uh, really go deeper into the, you know, the eidolons, that, the images that come up for us, the images of ourselves, what is our identity in all this, what is our uh, action in all this, what is it we really love and care, care about, what is, who are we doing it for, it's not just about ourselves. Um, how are we making, continuing to make things the way people have for centuries and centuries? You know, putting little letters together, chiseling them, carving them out of sticks, writing letters in the sand, um, how to work on our memories as well, how to retain more, how to remember, because maybe They'll pull the plug, and we'll have to remember all this stuff on our own. That'll be a challenge. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. You have to be really, really strong. This is going to be a very, very rough ride. And I think for the dreamer, it's hard. We want to help the dreamer. We want to help the dreamer in ourselves, because we have to fight for art in this culture. But the uh, you know the infrastructure warrior who will be able to keep keep things together and you know turn again, return again, keep doing the ritual one more time. Examples, of course, I often cite the you know being under my desk, clutching my dog tag at PS8 right around the corner because the Reds were coming and the we had to get into our bomb shelters and. So, the cognitive dissonance, I don't want to live in a world where I have to go down into the bomb shelter with my little friends. And um, it's not the world, it's a version. And why? So you start going back like Buddha staring at the, the bone. You'll go back, how did this lead to this, to that, cause and effect, and so on. So on. You're, you know, a young child. Did you have something to do with that? Did you have that idea that you wanted to drop a bomb and kill somebody because they didn't agree with you or you needed something that they had or they wanted something you had? So it's very simplistic, actually. This is like a child's nursery tale. So in a way, we're in that predicament of for you know taking shelter I mean, I'm very glad of, you know, any civic action that protects people. Think of H.D. in London during the war, her brilliant poem of, you know, being in the rubble of that and the air raid of that and the mind of that. And then the power and that, and then the poem of that is that to me. That's the experience, which is interesting. That's where I would go to understand that. Definitely. So we need more of that kind of uh, reportage and um, power of, of persistence of imagination and connection. It's, it's, an, it's the antithesis reality. It's the antithesis to that crumbling city, the falling city. Mm -hmm.